Business, the opening market podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Matt, what are we seeing taking place in the grains today ahead of the USDA report? There's not a whole lot of activity on the overnight, actually. You know, you see corn and beans basically mixed uh, both sides of unchanged, whereas weeds a little higher. Uh, but overall, you know, this is a big day. Uh, typically, you see a fair amount of volatility with the uh, September quarterly stocks. It's in essence, you know, where are we at at the end of the marketing year? And so, you know, bottom line is that uh, you can see a fair amount of movement, uh, complete change of course of direction. Been interesting this week, you know, to see uh, some buying come into corn. And so that's really been a nice development. Uh, whether or not it's got legs or not, I think is another story. But for the most part, you know, we've rallied uh, 10, 12 cents off where we were at a week ago. So sure has been a nice move. But by all means, I would not expect um, you know, uh, I, I guess you should expect anything for this report. Uh, don't take anything for granted because uh, there's no question that we could see uh, the lack of volatility from lately uh, become a thing of the past very quickly. Going back to those corn export sales that you mentioned, Matt, what have we seen there recently? And what do you think that does say about maybe the U.S. becoming a little bit more competitive in the world market? Yeah, I mean, we've been a little more competitive. I mean, the thing that is a little bit concerning, of course, is going to be your river situation. So I think uh, Mexico certainly has been the one that has been buying, makes the most sense. We can rail it. We've got that system in place. It's been that way for many years. Uh, but the problem is when you get later in the marketing year after, you know, your prime time for beans, and of course, that's going to be a real struggle because right now we can only float about a three-quarter, bar, three-quarter loaded barge down the Mississippi River. So it's definitely going to make it significantly more expensive uh, as far as U.S. beans are concerned. You know, but once you get on the backside of this bean shipment program, oh, I don't know, into January, February timeframe after that, Typically, corn exports pick up significantly, so we certainly have to hope that if we can stay competitive on the world market, that we get this river, uh, get get the river levels boosted. We certainly need rainfall for more than one reason throughout the Corn Belt. And Matt, when you talk about the river levels, are these recent rains that we've gotten a little bit of, are they enough to move that river level up, or do we just need to see a more sustained period to make any kind of a difference? You know, the thing is, is when you get big rains uh, north, you know, you can see river levels start to improve somewhat. We would like to see, of course, rains throughout the Mississippi River Valley, but for the most part, I've got to think that we're going to at least come up somewhat, uh, which is certainly needed considering we're at uh, basically historic levels as far as how low this river is. So, hopefully, we'll continue to see this, which I know most people don't want to hear that, you know, especially right now. Everyone's trying to harvest. Nobody really wants to see rainfall, but we, we've got to see some rainfall uh, sooner or later. Uh, I hope it's not too disruptive to harvest, but certainly need to see it. Matt, on the other side of the ag marketplace, what's happening with the livestock complex? You know, livestock actually had a real nice day yesterday. I mean, whenever you look and see uh, fast kind of bounce back, uh, feeders bounce back, you know, we, we Basically, we've given up some of the recent gains, but we're still looking at historic type prices for bull fats and feeders. Hogs had a good day yesterday as well. So whenever I look at fats, you know, the bottom line on fats is these things have just been on a tear for quite some time. Do I think that we can continue to make new highs? You know, right now you're kind of coming out of that primetime grilling season. Typically, this is going to be a time frame in which you kind of back off and ease off. 
But at the same time, there's still a lot of angst about, you know, what are we going to be looking at as far as cattle on feed numbers uh, whenever we get out past this time frame where everyone's been putting these heifers in feedlots? So they are going to go back to pasture most likely this next year, at least for several folks. And when that's the case, I've got to think cattle on feed numbers are going to be extremely tight. So, you know, I think that a lot of folks are hesitant to short this market just yet. But at the same time, I think if I'm a producer and I'm sitting here looking at what I'm paying for feeders, I better be cognizant that we could see a sell-off somewhere in here, even though we've still got fundamentally a very bullish situation. Matt, in your talks with producers right now and cattle producers, what are they saying about the current cattle market and what they think about it? Well, the thing is, of course, if you're on the selling side, as far as feeders go, you're thrilled to death. I mean, a lot of these folks are getting three, three and a quarter a pound for some of these out there in the real world. But at the same time, if you're buying them, that makes it a little tougher. I mean, if you're buying them, buying the corn, and you know, and going out and hedging the fat, to find black ink. So, you know, the cattle producer has been known for one that steps out on a on a leap of faith, you know, in the past. And I think that's kind of where they're at again right now. But boy, I'd, I'd certainly have some risk management in place uh, because once again, uh, I've seen markets before that you feel like they ought to go on up, but at the same time, being that they're a futures market in nature, you know, maybe they've already factored in most of that bullish information. So I don't want to say I'm getting bearish here, but I'm certainly cautious, especially for those buying feeders. And what are we seeing in the hog market? Yeah, I mean, essentially hogs just kind of were a follower yesterday. I don't really think that there's any huge information there. You know, hogs are simply beholden to you know, what you're looking at whenever it comes to exports. And I mean, we've had decent export sales of late. I've got to think that these hogs will at least remain steady for the time being. I've I, I got to think, though, as well, they're mostly going to be a follower. I'm not a huge bull here whenever it comes to the hog market, but I think if cattle stay strong, I don't think that the hogs will fall out of bed either. Matt Bennett of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Matt, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Yep, just agmarket.net. They can go there and get all of our contact info, uh, you know, research that we provide. And, oh, I don't know, we, we've got quite a bit of stuff on there as far as technology goes as well. So there's a, there's a lot they can get from agmarket.net. A lot of tools to help you out. Check it out, agmarket.net. Matt Bennett, thank you so much for the time here today ahead of the USDA report. We will speak again soon. Have a great weekend. Yep, absolutely. You as well. That was Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn down two and a quarter at 486 and a quarter. November soybeans down four even at 1296 and a quarter. October soybean meal down $10.40 at 382 even. October soybean oil down 16 cents at 5837. Chicago wheat up two and a half at 609 even. Minneapolis wheat up one and a quarter at 748 and a half. Kansas City hard red wheat up one and three quarters at 686 and three quarters. March oats up eight and a half at 461 and a quarter. On the Merck, October live cattle down 45 cents at 186.05. October feeder cattle down 60 cents at 254.12. October lean hogs down $1.55 at 82.40. October pork cutout up two dollars and two cents at ninety four sixty seven, and Class Three milk up a cent at eighteen thirty nine. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>